Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. everyone, Master Grogan coming at you again with another exciting Kicking Life podcast, episode number 186, baby. Here we go. Unbelievable. Well, hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving holiday. Hopefully you had a great time with your family. Hopefully you didn't uh, wear out your welcome or hopefully your family didn't wear out their welcome at your house. <laughs> I know I can be. And today, uh, this next series we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about kind of a reflection, not only on the Thanksgiving holiday, but the whole year, but also how to make things better, not for just the rest of this year, but for next year and moving forward. And you know, I am about planting seeds, right? We got to plant the right seeds in our mind. We're always planting seeds. Sometimes it's the wrong seeds, not only our own minds, but those that we communicate with, those we associate with. Yeah. And sometimes uh, they're not really seeds at all. They're weeds. And what happens when weeds take over a garden? what happens? Well, the weeds kill everything off, right? Yeah, they suffocate all the seeds. Same thing. If weeds take over your mind, your mental garden, the most fertile garden on the planet, what's going to happen? Well, that, you know, positivity that sometimes is really hard to find, it's going to be even harder to find, almost impossible to find, because those weeds and negativity are just going to suffocate all that out. So what do we do? Well, this next four-part series we're going to have here, starting with today, it's kind of titled Live to Give. And part one, it's real simple, something we've all heard of before, something we've done probably without even realizing it, but I want to draw more focus to it. The more you think about it, the more you're going to be, well, not only aware of it, but the more you think about it, the more likely you're going to do something about it. And that is part one here, random acts of kindness. Random acts of kindness. Now, we've heard that. I'm quite sure that we've all done, man, more than probably our fair share well, what I'm going to do here with this show is remind you of the priceless rewards, the priceless benefits, the value that you get from helping out of others. It's insane. Some people often say that uh, being kind is the most selfish act on the planet. You think, well, how is that the most selfish act on the planet? It's because what you get in return when you're kind to someone, when you do something without expecting anything back. You just do it because you know that person needs it, regardless what it may be. And I'm going to list all kinds of examples of random acts of kindness. And as always, you come up with some that I may have missed, please share them with us. Yeah, let me know. And why am I saying that? Well, one, I want to know what I missed. <laughs> and two, if you're kind of consciously thinking about that, once again, you're going to be more apt to do something about it. Yeah, kind of crazy, isn't it? Being kind, the most selfish act on the planet because what you get in return how good it makes you feel. And here, here's, here's, you've heard me talk about this on countless shows before. But in the midst of doing something for somebody else, a random act of kindness, or listening to somebody else's problems, or trying to help somebody else with what they've got going on, what happens? You forget about your problems. If maybe just for a brief second. Because you realize everybody's fighting their own battles. Battles we know nothing about. 
I posted something on my Instagram page the other day, which, by the way, if you don't follow me on Instagram, please do so. It's Kickin' Life, K-I-C-K-I-N Life. And on Facebook, it's Kickin' Life with Master Grogan. We've also got a group, which is, uh, what is that group? Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan. Check those babies out. Anyway, the post I posted, the post I posted, you like that? Post I posted. Say that five times real fast. Post I posted. <laughs> anyway, the post that I posted said, um, oh my goodness, now it slipped my mind. I'm getting all goofed up on the post I posted. It was about Fight Club. And everybody, it, and well, I'm going to mess up the whole thing now. You just have to find it on my Instagram page, but I'm going to do my best to try and remember what it said. It said, everybody's involved in a fight club. But what's the number one rule of fight club? Don't talk about fight club, right? Yeah, that means everybody's fighting their own battle in their own mind. But the number one rule, especially for, you know, all the macho tough guys out there and then uh, others that you don't want to feel like you're having a pity party. And why? Well, because we often see so many people having their own pity parties. Now, of course, we have no idea what battles they're fighting. But when somebody constantly talks about, you know, uh, their problems and whining and complaining and having their own pity party, you know, we see how bad that is. We don't want to be associated with that. So we go all the way on the opposite end of the perspective or spectrum, yeah, spectrum there. I'm having a tough time today. Spectrum there. And we want to, uh, I don't be like that. So what is it? We pack it all inside. So we got our own fight club going on. And what's the number one rule of fight club? Don't talk about fight club. So we don't talk about our problems. We keep them all bundled up inside. Now, I'm not saying start your own pity party. I, I, not at all. I, I don't care for those things. Matter of fact, you hear me talk all the time about pity parties. And for our new listeners out there, you know the worst thing about a pity party? What is it? Thinking. Mm. Well, the worst thing is it's a party that nobody brings gifts to. No, they only bring more pity. Is that what you want? Oh, man. You know, the old thing, uh, if one friend starts complaining, before you know it, another friend starts complaining, before you know it, you start complaining, and you all fall into self-fulfilling prophecy on who's got the most to complain about. That's not good. That's nowhere to live, man. Get out of there. Yeah. Don't RSVP to that party. Check out. Get out of there. Of course, I'm being silly, but it kind of gets back to the point. We can't go to extremes on anything, regardless what it is. Because when we get to the extremes, that's when, man, we're, we're, well, let me see. Bad things happen when we get to extremes, right? Either side. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm so giddy and excited this morning because we didn't record a show last week because of Thanksgiving, and hopefully you and your loved ones had a great Thanksgiving. And I'm back in now, and I've got more notes than I, I probably should have. And oftentimes, I get a little scatterbrained. You know, big thing that I got to focus on is, well, focus itself. Yeah. Make sure that I stay on track here and uh, give you the best content I possibly can. So, uh, listeners who listen all the time, as always, thank you so very, very much. Our new listeners, thanks for getting through that first, I don't know, six or seven minutes of me bouncing all over the place. I'm going to try and focus in a little bit more now. But as always, I, I sincerely appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to be with me. I promise I'm going to give you everything I've got to help you and your loved ones live your best kick in life. And a reminder, and for our new friends, what is a kick in life? Kicking life's not just a good life or a great life or an awesome life or even an exceptional life. It goes well beyond that. I mean, you're cashing checks, baby. You're kicking butt. You're taking names. You're getting back up, not if, but when society kicks your butt and you're saying, hey, you know what? I'm going another round. I'm going another round. Yeah. Fighting another round. And those that are listening for the first time, I'm a martial artist, been a martial artist now, closing on 40 years, been coaching and teaching for over 30, and I'm blessed 
beyond words that I have now <laughs> a podcast and the opportunity to send this message out to the world. So thank you so very, very much. And as always, please, we want to continue building our tribe. So share this message with someone that you know could benefit from this, someone who needs a little boost, someone who needs a kick in the butt. And also my hashtag is called right hook of reality, hashtag right hook of reality. So I drop those babies on you. I'm not rude, mean, or disrespectful, but gosh darn it, I'm going to tell you, if you're having a pity party, is that where you want to live? Is that where you want to reside? Now, we do need <laughs> to dump the garbage, not just from time to time, quite often, but just be careful where you dump it, who you dump it on, and then what message comes across. And if you get in the habit of dumping the garbage or having the pity parties all the time, that's the world that you'll reside in. And as I started the show off talking about the seeds in your, your garden, your mental garden, or the weeds that are going to suffocate those seeds, yeah, my goal is to not only till that baby up, get those weeds out, but plant seeds of positivity, plant seeds of helping others, plant seeds of realizing you may have problems, but I guarantee there's people out there that have worse problems than you do. Yeah, there you go. All right, so on with the show, as they say. So this is part one of the four-part series, Live to Give, and we're starting off with random acts of kindness. Now, I'm going to list a few. I wrote several out here. I'm going to talk about them. Most of these you've heard before. Some of them might be new to you. And then, like I mentioned, if there's some that I, I may have missed here, please go on my Facebook page and share them. And, well, not only go on the Facebook page and share that, but feel please feel free to share any post I put out there. And I got to tell you, I've been, uh, in the last three days, I've only posted a couple things. I've been really trying to limit my time on social media and spend more time with the family, especially over the Thanksgiving break. And uh, that's a random act of kindness, too. I guess it is, provided my family wants to spend time with me. Hmm, there's a thought. <laughs> no, it's good. And that's a random act of kindness to yourself, spending time with your family, because that's, you know, uh, time is the most priceless commodity on the planet. It is. When it's gone, it's gone. And I know that I've wasted my fair share of time on social media. And when I say wasted, you know, my goal is to help impact and empower as many people as I can. But in the process of I'm doing that, but neglecting my family, what am I doing, right? Yeah. I'm not being very kind to my family. I'm not being very kind to myself. And I'm trying to help others out there. But that dives into, I know I've gotten my share of battles on social media, which, by the way, is the most insanely idiotic thing you can possibly do. And the reason I say that is, I like to win. Yeah, I like to win. I do not like to lose. When, you know, my fighting days, oh my gosh, in the hockey, I played hockey at a competitive level. I was never a poor sport. Gosh darn it, I did not enjoy losing at all. So what, what does that have to do with anything? Well, it means if you get engaged, if you're anything like me, you get engaged in battles on social media, and you've got that never say die or I'm never going to lose attitude and mindset, which is good, a, a great driving force, especially if you play sports or if you're in business or just trying to better yourself to become your very best. That's awesome. However, on social media, man, oh, man, that is not good. Because that's a battle you cannot win. You may get a temporary temporary victory, but you're not going to win the war. Why? Because unfortunately, there's others out there that have nothing better to do with their time. I know, nothing. They just sit on, and speaking, of, I don't do a whole lot with Twitter. Matter of fact, I don't do much of anything with Twitter. Simply because you get so many people hiding behind a fake account that all they do, and I understand it, they blast negativity out. They shred you. They pick you apart. I mean, I heard a thing yesterday. Oh, I don't know. I forgot this guy's name. I'm an actor, and he's in incredible shape. He was working out at the gym, and someone took a picture, and they saw that he was holding a water bottle. And 
Twitter went nuts and shredded the snot out of him for having a water bottle. And the weird thing is the people that were doing it are the same people that fly around in the private jets <laughs> that emit so much carbon and yuck out in the atmosphere. But they get on to him for having a water bottle. I, I just It's ah, insane to me. But that's just how it is, folks. And yes, we should use recyclable things. I get that. And I do. But my point is to... to He's doing a good thing, not only exercising, but helping somebody else out, and they can't see that. They see the doggone water bottle, but whatever. I don't want to go down that road. I'm just saying there's people out there, they're going to, regardless of what you do, are going to find a way to find something negative, and I feel sorry for those people. I actually pray for those people, and I encourage you to pray for them too, but I encourage you not to get in a war with them, and I say that from experience. Yeah, I've done it, and it, it's nothing but frustration, a waste of time, And then you think they're only gearing at you. They do that to everybody. And some of the conflicts I've gotten into on social media, like I said, you can't win. Now, I'm a fighter. I'd like to jump through that screen and punch that person right in the chops. I know you probably say, wait, wait, where'd that come from, dude? Uh, That's just how I feel about it. (laughs) I feel so much disrespect that we need to uh, reestablish some order of respect and discipline. But can't do that. You can't do it either. So don't waste time doing it. As you'll find, you get engaged in battles with them. It isn't just you. They're engaged in battles with everybody. Now, feel sorry for them, pray for them, but move on. Spend that time with your family. I kind of got off on a sidetrack there, didn't I? <laughs> well, that's that's how I do. My, my, my iPad uh, went black there, uh, you know, black screen or whatever you call it when it goes off. So I lost my place with my notes. I got it back now. All right. So anyway, be, be kind to yourself. Don't get in fights and nonsense on social media. All right, so random acts of kindness. What can we do? Simple little things. You know, hold the door for somebody. That's not that tough. We can do that. Yeah. How about this one? This is a tough one here. Smile. Whoa. Say something nice to someone. Whoa. Yeah, kind words. Now, that shouldn't just be a random act of kindness. Hopefully, it's something you do all the time, but maybe if you haven't in a while. Lift your head up. Take your eyes off your phone. Look, look people in the eye. Smile when they walk by. I gave my uh, brother-in-law a challenge not too long ago. He travels a lot. And I said, uh, here's your challenge. When you're traveling, I want you to try and make eye contact and smile to five people in the airport. Five. Challenged him. And he he flew, I don't know, he had from here to, he had a couple, or one or two layovers. So he was in a variety of different airports. I checked back with him. Two. Two people in a busy airport. He said it was tougher than he could ever have imagined. Now, a big part was for him to lift his head up and look for people to make eye contact with, you know, put his phone up. But it was a challenge. So I challenge you this this whole month, and then, you know, it's like a habit. Once you start it, right, you get in a habit of doing it. And just like anything else, once you stop a, a good habit, then it's harder and harder to restart it. So smile, make contact. When you're at the store, you're buying stuff, the grocery store, it's holiday season, Christmas season, you're doing your shopping. That cashier is working her butt off or his butt off. Smile at them. Say a kind word to them. Say thank you. I mean, picture this. We've been all been there before, and this happened not too long ago. I was at Walgreens, and the line was longer than I would have liked. I mean, I like to get in, get my stuff, and get the heck out of there. I got better things to do just as you and everybody else does. Well, there's a person in front of the line just chewing the ch- the cashier out. I have no idea what it was about. And, and, and you know what? I, I try not to make assumptions. But this cashier was just smiling and saying, I'm sorry, ma'am. 
Yeah, that, that's, uh, I, I, I'll do what I can. I, I, I'm sorry, just apologizing. And this lady's having a tirade. And of course, the line's getting longer and longer and longer and longer, right? Yeah. Well, the manager came up and then the lady stepped to the side and this lady's chewing the manager. I have no idea what it was about. I don't know if they're trying to return something or, or what it was or a coupon wasn't working. I, I don't know. But anyway, as the line progresses, people are getting agitated. Of course, the tension's in the air, you know, just feeling kind of, ugh. We've all been there, right? And, of course, I'm thinking, ugh. But I'm like, you know what? It, it, as, as frustrating as I, it may be for me to wait a few minutes, this poor cashier's up here. Man, she's doing her job. She's trying her best to make the best of a situation where the tension's so dang high. So I get up there. And I say, <laughs> just, I'm a goofball. And I say, how are you tonight? How are you today? She's smiling. I said, well, you, you got to realize this is all your fault, right? And she looks at me like, what? I said, well, yeah. I said, if you weren't doing such an awesome job, all these people wouldn't be here to see you. Now, instantly, it, it caught, it caught her, like, her, my fault. What? So, is this guy going to yell at me too? Is probably what she thought. And then I said that, you know, everybody's here to see you because you, you're so awesome at what you do. She took a breath, the biggest smile came over her face, and it was almost instantaneous, all that stress and tension parted. The person behind me smiled and said, that's good, that's real good. And she smiled, got her smile back, checked me out, and this, thank you, thank you very much. That's what she said to me. And guess what? Not only to make her feel better, but guess how I felt? Yeah! Walked out like, yeah, man, I just did that. I'm a superhero. It made me feel good. It made me feel real good. And I look back at the line there, and you, I'm serious. It's like, it like this tension bubble, this cloud, stress cloud was hanging over it, and it automatically went away. Now, I said it made me feel like a hero. I'm not a hero. I'm just a human being. But I saw an opportunity to help somebody else, a random act of kindness, make somebody feel better about themselves. And I took it, as opposed to doing what everybody else was doing. When she gets up there, hey, how are you today? Oh, this line sucks, and I haven't waited here, and I'm busy, and da-da-da. Don't do those things. You're better than that, as Rocky says. You're better than that. You are. Sometimes it's very tough to find something. I, I get it. We live in a stressful world, in a stressful society. But take the time when those opportunities present themselves to do something to help somebody else. A smile, a kind word. And you may not know what to say half the time. Just say thank you and smile. Yeah, I was proud of myself to actually come up with something like that. <laughs> but what happened was I started thinking about what nice thing can I say to her. Well, I'm waiting in line instead of focusing on my problems and focusing on being standing in line for five minutes. All the stress and tension. Yeah, I started focusing on what can I say. You may not be able to come up with the perfect line. Matter of fact, that was probably the dumbest thing in the world. But it was the right thing at the right time to make her feel good. And I encourage you to do the same thing. So, kind words. You know, cashier. Or your kids' teachers. Yeah, I mean, they work. I, was, I, I taught in the school districts for 11 years. Now, I was a PE teacher, so I got to have fun doing the PE stuff. Man, oh, man, I do not envy you this stuff the teachers have to go through. All the curriculum changes and requirements and, you know, what we used to do with math and is now something totally different. That's not their fault. That's the garbage sent down from the state or the government level. I don't, I don't know who sends it down. Somebody that's so far removed from the classroom has no idea what's going on. That's who makes decisions, unfortunately, and the teachers get caught in the middle. I always have some people say, well, yeah, but uh, this teacher and, you know, they're, they're terrible. And, and there are. Um, there's terrible teachers. There's terrible, you know, speakers. <laughs> there's terrible podcast hosts. 
There's terrible construction workers. There's terrible police officers, terrible nurses. There's terrible coaches. There's terrible TV shows. There's terrible actors and actresses. Yeah, there are. But guess what? For all the, the one or two terrible ones, there's hundreds, if not thousands, that are pretty gosh darn awesome. But what happens? We focus on the negative. We focus on those one or two. Why? To be honest, I have no idea. It's insane to me. But the truth is, negativity and yuck sells. The media sells that. They thrive on that stuff. That's the worst seed you can plant in your mind is watching the news. Ugh, it's absolutely horrible. They thrive on stress. They thrive on yuck. They thrive on panic. They thrive on fear. Why? Because it, it, it triggers a part of our brain that makes us say, oh, my gosh. Maybe, maybe there, all the teachers are bad. Maybe all police officers are bad. Oh, my gosh, i got to watch again. Maybe the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Oh, my gosh. It triggers a part in our brain that does that, and they thrive on that fear. Yeah. Now, I try not to judge, but I've got to think. On Judgment Day, and I've made my fair share of sins and mistakes and this and that, but I'm glad to say I'm a born-again Christian. Baptized, uh, coming up on my two-year anniversary in uh, December 17th. will be two years that I was baptized. What a great feeling, right? Yeah. Now, I still fight my battles. I'm still tempted by Satan and my inner demons every day. I got to fight them. But what, what, a, what a great day that was. But anyway, I say on my judgment day, and I try not to judge others, right? I've got my own problems. But people that continuously perpetuate, I can't even say that word, <laughs> perpetuate, Fear and ugliness and divisiveness for, I don't know what it's for. I guess it's for self-gain. I have no idea. I can't imagine that day on Judgment Day when you've got an opportunity to share your gift with the world. Just like I'm doing here with this podcast, I am blessed and grateful. I pray every single day for the, the, thankful for the opportunity to do, to do this. I love doing this. I really, really do. But it's a chance to hopefully inspire and empower and motivate people to look at life differently. But those that constantly on fear, I just, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. You're hurting people. In my opinion, you're, you're bullying people. And I have no tolerance for bullying at all. Zero zilch. Why? Because I'm a victim of bullying. I was bullied my whole life. Why? Why, why, why? Because I let it happen out of my own fears. Yeah. And uh, speaking of bullying, I've got, my book is getting very close. And we keep going back and forth on the title. It's either I Am Bullyproof or the ABCs to Become Bullyproof. But uh, the first manuscript, I know I'm going off script again here, but uh, is, uh, was done, went through the editing phase, and then it decided I didn't move a few chapters around. I didn't like this chapter here, this chapter there, this chapter. So I've moved like five chapters around. So now i got to do the tie-ins for the lead into each chapter. So kind of back in the, I don't know, I don't say planning stages again, got the first manuscript done, but now we're redoing a lot of things, but it's getting close and I'm very, very excited about that. But that gets back to the bullying thing. I have no tolerance for that. And when you use your power to um, uh, intimidate others yeah, in, in whatever form, and that's, that's, that's bullying, that's horrible. And the news media, and I'm not just talking about one, I'm talking about all of them. It's disgusting. And so well, how do you know what's going on in the world? Look, something major happens. You'll find out, right? So, and once again, I'm not beating up on Twitter, but I just know that I don't do a whole lot with Twitter. Anytime I get on there, I, I feel like I've jumped into a toxic waste bin and I've got to like get this filth off of me, just hearing all the ugliness. Ugh. Anyway, okay. Wow. Kind of went down that road, didn't I? 
<laughs> so we were talking about uh, smiling and kind words to help people, random acts of kindness, and I kind of went off uh, went off a dark tunnel there. But anyway, I think you can relate to that, right? Yeah. So there's always an opportunity. Cashiers, teachers, nurses, coaches, yeah, your parents. I mean, think, think about anybody out there doing what they can, kind of volunteering their time to help out. And even if it is their job, it, it can be stressful. It can be really stressful. And I'm telling you, how do you get rid of your own stress, your own worries, your own panics? It doesn't mean your problems go away. But when you take the time to say something kind to somebody else, random act of kindness, be nice, smile, you forget about your problems. And here's the deal. If your problems in your mind look the size of Goliath, you know, from the Bible, David and Goliath, Holy cow, you're going to be stressed out. And the more you focus on that, the bigger Goliath is going to get. Once again, telling you from experience. However, take your mind off of that for a second to say something nice to somebody else, to help somebody else in one way, shape, or form. Let somebody out in traffic, hold the door for somebody, volunteer at a, uh, your time at maybe a food shelter or an animal shelter, or maybe even clean out that closet and take an old coat or jacket or hat to a coat drive. Yeah, give to a charity. Stop. Drop some change or dollars in the Salvation Army bell. You know, Santa Claus is ringing the bell. Get uh, toys, toys for tots. Yeah. Any of those little bitty things. You're taking your mind and focus off your own problems and what's going on by helping and providing something for someone else. I'm telling you what, folks. When you do that, not only are you going to feel better, you're going to temporarily forget about your own problems. And here's the secret. Here's what they never tell you in school. Here's what you never learn. Why, I don't know. But this is true. This is true. Like everything else I've been saying to you is not true, but this is. <laughs> no, but uh, 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 speaking class, you're supposed to say, now, this is true. Write this down. Listen to this. And it's supposed to, and what it does is, it's not, it's not like, um, you know, my goal, you write it all down, you listen to it and, and go with it all. But by saying those things, it interrupts your thought pattern and think, well, maybe I should write this down. I should write it down a lot. If you're listening to good motivational stuff like this podcast or audible books or uh, informational, inspirational YouTube videos. But anyway, this is the truth. When you take your mind off your problems to help somebody else, when you go back to your problem, I almost guarantee Goliath has now shrunk down. The problem is now more manageable. You can see it from a different angle. You can see it from a different light. You can, and you're going to say, man, why didn't I see that before? You didn't see it before because you're focused on how big Goliath was and how big the problem was and everything that could possibly go wrong. Yeah. Now, do I understand that? I, look, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I've done my, in the past five, six years, I've done more reading and research and attended more conferences and more journaling than I ever have done my whole life. Matter of fact, five years ago, I didn't know I could read because I chose not to. <laughs> Craziness. I got a bookshelf that's, oh my gosh, it's probably closing in on 500 books. And I haven't read all of them, but I've read a good majority of them. And my Audible account, holy smokes, I jumped on there the other day to check out. I'm going 950 hours, 950 hours of listening. I've got almost 400 books in my Audible account. Yeah, every single day I'm listening to either Audible, um, motivational information on YouTube. I've got this Motivate app that's got inspirational videos. At least 30 on the light side to an hour, an hour and a half every single day of something motivational, something inspirational, something educational, something to help me, one, keep the mental negative weeds, I'm sorry, the 
Uh, yeah, keep my mental garden clean. <laughs> keep those negative weeds out, but also plant the positive seeds and to gain information. And they say knowledge is power. It, it, it's the start of power. It provides, I mean, it's priceless. But what power is, is what you do with that knowledge to gain the wisdom based on your own personal experiences, what you've done in the past, what you've learned in the past, how you screwed up in the past, and then apply the new knowledge you've learned, constantly learning. Because if you don't, how do I start to show off that most fertile garden on the planet, your mind's mental garden, weeds are going to grow up. And boy, oh boy, you try and plant positive seeds in a negative weed garden, it ain't going to work. And I talk about this very point in my book. Yeah, because I am firsthand living proof of that. You cannot plant good, positive, fertile seeds in a weed garden, in a weed patch. You can't. You can't. But here's the thing, once again, when you take your mind off your own problems, you do something random for somebody else, when you go back to that problem, it's going to be more manageable. It is. Because you've given your, time, your mind a chance to not only move away from that, but there's something special that happens when you do something for somebody else. I got four feel-good chemicals that are released in your brain. You know, endorphins, serotonin, oxytocin, and dopamine. Those are your feel-good chemicals. When you do something nice for somebody else, those chemicals are released. It makes you feel good. A simple smile makes you feel good. And they're all combating the one stress chemical, cortisol. Cortisol is the one that gives us that fight or flight, keeps us tense all the time. It's not good for your body to be in that state at all. When you're in that state, you get more tension, more stress, more pressure. It's not good. And when you're stressed out, kind of going off script here again, but this is important. Write this down. (laughs) When you're stressed out and your body's being constantly flooded with cortisol, now cortisol gives you that extra strength, you know, like a mom that lifts the car off her son that, that, you know, got uh, hit by a car or the car is laying on the sun or whatever the case may be. The mom gets that superhuman strength, can do things she couldn't normally do before. She's able to protect herself against an attacker with that superhuman mom strength. Now, that's what cortisol does. Yeah, provides that extra strength. Fight or flight, that goes way back to the caveman days. You're walking by and a saber-toothed tiger jumps out. Cortisol flushes through your veins that give you that extra boost to outrun the tiger or to kill the tiger or a saber-toothed tiger, whatever you got to do. Yeah. The cortisol is meant to be flushed out, fight or flight. It's meant to serve a purpose to protect you, and then it's meant to get out of you. Because if you're constantly in a cortisol-ridden, panic, stress state, what happens is certain parts of your body shut down. Why they shut down is because the, the fight or flight, you want that extra, you want your whole body working together to protect you. Yeah. What parts shut down? Your immune system shuts down. So your body can't fight off disease and stuff. So you get sick if you're stressed all the time. Your digestive system shuts down. So you can't digest and process your food. That's why if you're constantly stressed out, you get stomach aches and ulcers. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Why? They shut down because they need, the body needs to focus every amount of energy it has to help you, back in the prehistoric days, defeat this saber-toothed tiger or to fight off this attacker but it's meant to be flushed out immediately after that. That's why after a conflict ends, you're ever stressed out to the point where you feel like you're about to lose it, you start shaking. Yeah, it's your body trying to get rid of it because it's not good for you. You know, how do you get rid of it? The best way, exercise. Ooh, that's A number one. So I highly encourage that. 
But a simpler way, smile. Forget about your problems for a minute. Hold the door for somebody. Give, like I said, toys or tots. Drop some change into the Salvation Army bucket. Smile at somebody. Give somebody a compliment. Random acts of kindness. And who benefits the most? You do. That's why when I started the show, I talked about being kind is the most selfish act on the planet. It's the most selfish thing you can do on the planet. Being kind to someone. Why? Because as much as you help them, you're helping yourself 10, 20, 30, 40, 100, a million, I don't know, times more. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I run into people and I talk about this. They say, well, it makes sense, but if it was so true, then why wouldn't more people do it? I don't know. I have no idea because I guess we're so focused on our own lives and our own pity parties and our own problems. We are. But I promise you, you do something for someone else, you're not only going to get the, the biggest reward out of it, you're helping them, you're, your problems are going to dwindle away. And I gave the example of your problems being big as Goliath. They're going to be down now. You're like, oh, I can handle this. What the heck was I thinking? What was I so stressed out about? And most of the time, you know what fear stands for? It's an acronym for false evidence appearing real. Yeah, most of the time our fears are far greater than the actual problem itself. We stress about things for a day or an hour, a day, a week, a month, or even a year. And then it comes to fruition, and it's like, oh, son of a gun, that's not that bad. Yeah, I can handle this. Now, there are, I mean, I'm not downplaying. I know what battles you're fighting. But most of the time, they never come to fruition, and they're never as big and bad and ugly and bold as we make them out to be in our minds. They're not. And you think about all the time, energy, stress, sleepless nights that we wasted on those fears that never come to anything. Help out others, random acts of kindness, get your mind right, and then attack the problems, whatever they are. Now, I make it sound so simple, don't I? That's what people say out there. You make it sound so simple, but it's really not that simple. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. No, it's not. And I'm never going to lie to you and tell you it is. But I'm giving you tips, suggestions, thoughts on how to, how to fight those battles, how to, how to battle, overcome, succeed, how to live your best kick in life. And that's what the show is all about. Yeah. Boom. There's a right hook of reality. Now, is it easy to do? Are you ready? Are you bracing yourself? Yes and no. Like, oh, what do you mean yes and no? Come on, man. That's kind of a middle-of-the-road answer. That's the honest answer. Why? Gosh darn right, it's easy to smile at somebody and be nice to somebody and let somebody out in traffic and drop change in the Salvation Army bucket and go through your, your, your clothes and pick out old coats and hats and drop them off. Toys for dots, tots, volunteer at a food shelter, an animal shelter. My gosh, that's easy to do. But guess what? What's easy to do is also easy what? Not to do. Why? Because we're going to make every excuse in the world why we can't do it. Well, I don't have the time. Or, I, you know what, it's, I don't have an, uh, any spare change. Or, you know what, I don't have any coats I can go through. And, you know what, nobody's as busy as I am. And uh, you don't understand my life and my struggles. We all do it. We talk ourselves out of the things we know we should be doing. And then we justify it. And then we, we're so good at justifying it that we believe our own justification. Am I getting on to you? I'm pretty much getting on to myself because I've done every single one of these things I'm telling you about. And I'm telling you, 
once you start justifying your, your well, your inactions, before you know it, you're going to have a lot, <laughs> a lot more inactions. And before you know it, you're justifying everything that you're not doing that you should be doing. And you're believing it. You're buying it. Because, man, we're, we're good salespeople, every single one of us. We sell ourselves every single day on why we can't do something. Now, is that a random act of kindness? No. We wouldn't treat our own worst enemies as bad as we treat ourselves some days. So to kind of wrap things up, being kind, helping out others. Why? Because truthfully, it's helping you. It's helping you. And the better you are, the more you're going to want to help others. The, more it's going to, the better you're going to feel about yourself. My mentor reminds me all the time. Tells me you cannot pour from an empty cup. If you don't take care of yourself, you don't, if you don't stop justifying reasons for doing things you know you shouldn't be doing or reasons that you aren't doing things that you know you should be doing, yeah, until you stop doing that, you're never going to be your best. You can't give your best if you're not at your best. And a simple way to start feeling better about yourself, smile. Random act of kindness. Saying something nice to somebody else. Forgetting about your problems. Helping them. It's going to make you feel better. The better you feel, the more you're going to want. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a drug. It really is. But it's a healthy drug. It's a drug that our body produces naturally. Yeah. It's called endorphins. It's called serotonin. It's called oxytocin. It's called dopamine. Those are the feel-good chemicals, man. Yeah, that's the best drug on the planet. And it's already in your own body. And it fights the worst drug on the planet, cortisol. Is it that simple? Well, I already answered it, right? Yes and no. Yes, it's that simple to do. But yes, it's also that simple not to do. We can get wrapped up in our own pity parties. And before we know it, boy, oh boy, that giant, that Goliath has gone bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then we justify, you know what? It ain't worth it anymore. We go through that. I fight those battles in my own mind. Sometimes daily. It's tough. Sucks. It does. But it's real. Those battles are real. I'm not downplaying any battle that you're fighting right now. I have no idea what you're fighting. But I'm telling you, most of the time, it's that false events or false evidence appearing real in your mind. Attack it. But attack it by just simply smiling or doing something kind for somebody else. Live to give. All right, what do you think? Something you can work on? Of course it is. Something I'm going to work on? Of course it is. <laughs> is it going to be easy? Probably not. But you can do it. I believe in you. I really do. That's why I do this show. So honored and blessed and grateful that you take time out of your busy day to listen. I put together my notes and I spend hours upon hours kind of mentally trying to prepare for what I'm going to say each and every week. Why do I do that? Because it makes me feel good. I'm a selfish son of a gun. <laughs> it's all about making Master Grogan feel good. The heck with everybody else. Now, of course, I'm being silly, but it's true. Get the feedback, the comments, the download numbers. And, man, it makes me feel good because I know I'm helping so many people out there. I know I'm utilizing my God-given talent. You've got a God-given talent. I don't know what it is, but I bet it's something that's always been there. Mine? Talking. All the way back to second grade. Richie talks too much. Every one of my report cards said Richie talks too much. <laughs> I enjoy it. I've got the power to do it. It's my God-given talent. And I'm blessed and honored to be able to use it and to share it. And for you to 
give me a piece of your life, your time to listen in every week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As always, please share this with you know others that you know would benefit from this message. That's why we're going to continue building our tribe. And if you think about it, wouldn't the world be better off if more people are listening to messages like this that's going to help empower them to be better, to be smarter, to do random acts of kindness? Yeah. That's what the show is all about. And guess what? It's free. It's free. I do this show for free. I do. Why? I got given talent. And you can download it for free. You can share it with others for free. It's just going to make things better. It truly is. Where can you find us? Uh, the podcast is available worldwide now. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever you get your podcast from. Yeah, your favorite podcast app. Download it. I share all the shows. Well, online, it's uh, kickinlifepodcast.com. It's K-I-C-K-I-N-L-I-F-E. And podcast.com. Of course, on social media, Instagram, it's Kicking Life. Facebook, it's Kicking Life with Master Grogan or Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan. Got my personal page, Rich Grogan. Check that baby out. I live Our Best Kicking Life is in the group that's really taken off. Check that baby out too. Yeah, there it is. It's all there. I even do video blogs so you can see what I look like, right? <laughs> see the excitement and passion. Instead of sitting behind a microphone, I'm standing in front of a camera. Throwing those babies out there, throwing those right hooks of reality, but also giving the love and the care and trying to be as genuine as I possibly can, as transparent as I possibly can. Talk about my problems and life and my battles and everything that I've gone through, which is nothing compared to yours. I realize that, but I want to connect with you and let you know I'm a human being as well. There you go. All right, folks. Wow. Good stuff. Thank you very much for taking time to listen. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate those five-star reviews too. Throw those out there. And what that does is, it lets other people know, you know, kind of what the show is all about, the content of the show. And the more of those we get, the more people are going to download. The more people that download, subscribe to the show, the more we're making an impact on society. The more people we're helping live their best kick in life, which is going to benefit all of us. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kicking Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kicking Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.